This video is brought to you by Nebula. Today, the G7 agrees to humanitarian pauses in Gaza, Portugal's Prime Minister resigns, and the Euclid Space Telescope begins its search for dark matter. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday, the 8th of November 2023. The G7 has today met in Tokyo, with the ongoing war in Gaza being the top of their list of priorities for discussion. This came following US Secretary of State Antony Blinken's rapid tour around Asia, with him trying to secure a halt in fighting between Israel and Hamas, in order to allow the delivery of basic necessities into Gaza. While this has not yet been achieved, Blinken has managed to secure an agreement between the members of the G7 group for the need for humanitarian pauses, with the group issuing a joint statement. In it, ministers claim that we support humanitarian pauses and corridors to facilitate urgently needed assistance, civilian movement and the release of hostages. All parties must allow unimpeded humanitarian support for civilians. Considering that countries failed to come to an agreement on this at the UN only a few weeks ago, this is a major international achievement and the first step towards humanitarian pauses being called in the region. Blinken did caveat the agreement made today, though, by saying that while all of us want to end the conflict as soon as possible and minimise civilian suffering, those calling for an immediate ceasefire have an obligation to explain how to address the unacceptable result it would likely bring about. Hamas left in place with more than 200 hostages, with the capacity and stated intent to repeat the 7th of October again and again and again. Speaking more about the situation, Blinken claimed that there were certain conditions for peace in the region to be achieved. These conditions include no forcible displacement of Palestinians from Gaza, no use of Gaza as a platform for terrorism or violent attacks, no reoccupation of Gaza after the conflict ends, no attempts to blockade or besiege Gaza, no reducing the territory of Gaza and ensuring that no terrorist threats can emanate from the West Bank. It's important to remember too why so many are calling for an end to the conflict. This morning, Gaza's Hamas-run health ministry claimed that the death toll from their side had risen to 10,569, which includes 4,324 children. That's an increase of 241 deaths since the figures were published yesterday. Moreover, it's important to remember that this isn't the only global conflict either. This morning, the G7 also made a statement on Ukraine, with Japanese Foreign Minister Kamikawa making clear that her country supported Ukraine even despite the ongoing situation in the Middle East. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Yesterday, King Charles presented his first King's speech since becoming monarch last year. This is the first King's speech since 1951, when it was presented by Charles's grandfather, King George VI. Now, despite its name, the speech isn't actually written by Charles. Instead, it's written by the government and acts as a forum for them to make clear their plans for the country in the next year. As an election is expected at some point in 2024, this was the last chance for Sunak to propose publicly new legislation. Given his current poor standing in the polls, he likely wanted to grab headlines and show that he's a serious legislator. Unfortunately, that's not quite what happened. The government announced only 21 bills, which is the lowest number since 2014. This includes seven bills that were carried over from the last parliament. 
Journalists were also quick to point out that the government didn't announce any new legislation on AI regulation, despite all the talk at the AI conference last week, or any new legislation on conversion therapy for LGBTQ people. Sunak did announce, though, a raft of new legislation on law and order, with the government claiming that they would introduce legislation covering sentencing laws, police powers and the treatment of victims of crime. Separately, the government claimed that they would create a new system to award oil and gas licences. Yesterday saw Portugal plunged into political chaos after a series of bombshell developments. Early yesterday morning, it was announced by Portuguese prosecutors that a series of raids had been conducted across the country. Not an uncommon announcement to be made. The key difference being that the raids included the official residence and offices of the Prime Minister Antonio Costa and his closest confidant, his chief of staff. Very quickly thereafter, it was revealed that said chief of staff was actually in police custody along with four other individuals. The arrests and raids were the result of a long-running investigation by Portuguese authorities into alleged corruption surrounding lithium and hydrogen exploration projects in the north of the country. The hammer blow for Costa came with a separate press release from prosecutors. Antonio Costa himself was under investigation by the Supreme Court of Justice. Costa's position became politically untenable. Just after 2.20 in the afternoon, he announced his resignation as Prime Minister, further confirming that he would not stand for re-election. At the time of writing, it's not known what the Portuguese president, Marcelo Rubelo de Sousa, intends to do. The president could either appoint a new prime minister from the Socialist Party or simply dissolve parliament and call new elections, a move known in Portugal as dropping the atomic bomb. A full video on yesterday's developments, the background and likely repercussions is set to come out over on our EU channel very soon. We move now to some science news, specifically the news that the Euclid Space Telescope has sent its first images back to Earth of its mission to make the world of dark matter a bit more clear. It's theorised that dark matter makes up about 95% of the universe, but right now scientists know very little about it. The Euclid Space Telescope, which cost the European Space Agency about 1 billion euros, has been used to try and detect galaxies about 10 billion light-years away, in order to allow scientists to create the largest 3D cosmic map ever made. Theoretically, this should allow them to see how dark matter is distributed and how it influenced the early universe. The work for Euclid, though, has only just begun. Over the next six years, it will be used to observe more than 8 billion galaxies, which should help scientists discover more about dark matter. In essence, as these images are captured, scientists expect them to be distorted slightly by dark matter. Analyzing this will help them find out more about it. They are, though, realistic about how much they expect to find. The mission likely will not answer exactly what dark matter is. Instead, it will probably just show where it is and how it behaves. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss a two-year debt-free university degree. Over in the US, Butler University is going to become the third university to offer a two-year debt-free degree program for those who need help financially. The new program is designed to help students of colour and first-generation students to receive a higher education. The program will begin enrolling students next year and will be financed through endowments and donations. 
That's unfortunately all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you enjoyed this video and want to support us in making more of this kind of content, then you should check out Nebula. That's the creator-built and creator-owned streaming service where you can watch all of our videos and podcasts across our channels, totally ad-free. Plus, we post some of our videos on there early, and there's a bunch of exclusive content already there waiting for you on the platform. Now, if that wasn't enticing enough, Nebula is also full of incredible content from other creators you know and love, like Johnny Harris, Real Life Law, and Legal Eagle, as well as lots of cool creators you haven't even discovered yet. And the best thing is that this can all be yours for the price of just $2.50 per month. So check it out by clicking the link in the description, and make sure you use our link so they know you came from us, which will help us produce more content in the future.